welcome back to Let's Not. I'm Sam. And I'm Michelle. And this week, we are just talking about all sorts of things. The news about Michelle Branch and her soon-to-be ex-spouse. We are also talking about updates from the podcast, Your Own Backyard, which covers the Kristen Smart case. It's in trial right now, so Chris Lambert's doing a bunch of updates on that platform. And a little update on therapy. Hopefully you guys enjoy it. (laughs) Happy Friday. (laughs) It's Friday. It is. It's been a long week, but also a short week. Okay. All right. have weeks like that? Yeah. You know what? I actually feel like my week was like that too, because it seemed like I was alone for a few days. So it felt long, but then it felt like, oh, that was no time at all. Yeah. It's like, I feel like I had a lot of time, but then I also didn't. And it's like, what did I do with my time? Where did it go? Mm -hmm. I'm dog sitting. Oh, are you the little one again? (laughs) The little one again. Yes. So (laughs) yesterday. Okay. I'm bringing this up because I brought it up with my therapist because it kind of goes into the pool of Sam stopping her life, rearranging her life just for other people because Mm -hmm. I don't want to say no or I don't want to disappoint people or I don't Mm want to upset them, don't want to hurt their feelings. So yesterday morning, I come into my office and I'm like still waking up and I sit down, I'm like checking my emails and I start writing out everything that I need to do. And I get a call from an old neighbor and whenever she's called, it's always been like, something's wrong. So I was like, mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm not like ready for this, for a call yet. Like, let me yeah, just yeah. let her leave a voicemail. Then I'll see what she needs. And then I can assess the situation. Yes. Smart. And also currently she's out of the country because she was taking care of her dad. So I was like, I wonder what it could be. But anyway, she doesn't Mm -hmm. leave a voicemail. I send her a little text. I'm like, hey, sorry, I missed your call. Wasn't sure if you're busy. Call me back when you get a chance. And so she immediately calls me and I'm like, oh, okay. So I just say hello. And she goes, she pretty much, her husband passed out from diabetes. He's passed (gasps) out right now at home with their son. And she's like, can you go over there? And I'm just like, can I go over there? Like, what, what the am fuck? I going to do? And yeah. so I'm like, uh, yeah. And she was like, are you at home? I go, yeah, I'm getting ready to start my day. And this was before she told me. So I'm like telling you I'm about to start my work day. Yeah. And yeah. Like, can you go over there? And I'm like, yeah. And so she goes, he has diabetes. He passed out. Like the ambulance is on their way. And I'm like, okay. And I'm just like, she's kind of quiet on the phone and I'm quiet Mm -hmm. because I'm really not sure what she's wanting exactly what she's asking me. So I'm like having to figure it out myself. And so I'm like, okay, I'll call you when I get there. And I said, can you send me your son's number in case they're not there by the time I get there? So she sends me his number. So of course I'm like kind of in shock and I'm just like uh-huh. what am what am I supposed to do like yeah what is she wanting from me so then you guys know I'm in this phase of where I don't want to leave my apartment so I start like start panicking about having to leave and then I'm like am I gonna have to like stay with him in the hospital mm-hmm. like I don't know if she's wanting me to be there for her husband be there for her son or yeah. what yeah so yeah. I'm and I like needed to take care of Raven but I didn't want to ask Joe because he was 
on his way to sleepy land from work. And I'm just like, why, why, why? And what? Yeah. So I like go into the bedroom and I ask Joe, I'm like, can you please take out Raven? Because so-and-so called me and I guess he passed out, blah, blah. And Joe's like, what? And he's like, yeah, I'll take Raven. And Joe's just kind of laid back about it. He's like, yeah, Uh I'll take Raven. And I'm just like, why isn't he like asking what's going on? Like, why isn't he (laughs) he stopping his life to be involved in this situation? Like, Uh why isn't he offering to take me over there? So I fucking go. Uh And also I hate driving. I've only been to their house once. So I'm like trying to guess where it's at. I find it eventually. I go there. They're already gone. What am I supposed to do now? Do I, is it an, is it an asshole move? If I call and just say, Hey, they're not there. Like going to go back. And also to let you know, I had an appointment that afternoon that I've been, I've rescheduled it so many times and I've worked myself up to do this appointment and it's just, it hasn't worked out. And so yesterday was going to be the day. I was like, today's the day I'm going, got my things in order that I need in order to go. Like we're, Mm -hmm. we're on our way. So I'm like thinking about this appointment that I fucking don't want to miss. And I'm like, I can't miss it because I've canceled on this lady before. Like she's going to think I'm an asshole. So I end up calling my neighbor and I go to the hospital because I'm like, I think they're at this hospital because he, I messaged the son. I said, Hey, I just came to your house. What's going on? Your mom told me to come over. And he's like, I'm on my way to Salem hospital. So then I go to the hospital. I'm in the parking lot. I call my neighbor. I go, Hey, I'm here. And she was like, telling me what's going on. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what happened? And I guess like her husband's, um, insulin levels were like super high. He ended Uh up passing out. Their dog kept barking at the sun downstairs like alerting him that something was wrong and the son just was like thinking it was him being a dog and then finally he realizes like something's not right so he goes up see his dad passed out he ends Mm -hmm. up giving him like CPR and shit yeah I don't know if they'll let me in because I'm not family because I'm she's still not telling me what she wants so I'm just like I'm like, I don't know if they'll, cause I'm trying to say something to bring whatever she wants. Like I'm not being direct and she's mm-hmm. not either. Yeah. So then she goes, do you mind going to get Q? So my son doesn't have to worry about him because I think they're going to keep my husband for a while. And she also works at this hospital mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So she, she's she, getting the inside scoop. She's getting the inside scoop. And so I'm still like, what am I, what am I going to give you? So I go, Oh yeah. I was like, I can go get him. That's fine. And so then I messaged the son. I'm like, Hey, your mom asked me to go get the dog. Can you give me your key? Mm -hmm. I get the fucking key, go to the house to get the dog trying to find like the food because in my mind I'm like he's probably going to stay at least like three nights like let me just be prepared because I don't want them to have to worry about the dog so I drop the key back at the hospital Mm -hmm. I have like an hour to get home get ready for this appointment there was a family friend also there so I'm like not that not that why am I involved but I'm no, just that's like, my first question. It's like, how are you the only person that's available for this and situation? It's fine if I am, but I'm just like, if there's other people, why? What? What do yeah. you need from me? Like, yeah, I'll yeah. help. I'll do whatever, but tell me, like, what's going yeah. on? Yeah. So she comes down, and I give her the key, and she goes, "Oh, 
Blank wants to know if you can drive him back home so he can take a shower and grab some things. Oh my God. And I'm like, why didn't he just come with me the first time? Or like, I would have picked up some things for him. I don't know. And so I'm like, um, well, I have an appointment that I have to go to and I still have to get ready. And I'm like, is he on his way down? And she was like, you can say no. And I'm like, well, I can't. And I'm like, well, if he's coming now, I can do it, but I need to like get back home. And I was like, I can't miss this appointment. And she was like talking to him on the phone. She's like, are you on the way? And she's like, you can say no, like he can figure it out. And I'm like, well, I have an appointment to go to. Like I'm telling her, but I'm also not being direct. And you gotta say no, he can take an Uber. He comes, he comes down and like, it's not far from where they live. And so he comes down, take him back to his house, traffic hour because of lunch. And he takes longer than I had hoped that he would take. Mm-hmm. And I end up, I'm like, I'm not going to make it to my appointment. So I fucking call and cancel. No. I know, I know, I know. And so I'm like taking him back or whatever. And I go, we're just talking. And I'm like, so how is your grandpa doing? His mom's dad, which is why she's out of the country. And oh, yeah. He, go, he goes, oh, he passed a few days ago. She didn't tell you. And I was like, oh, shit. I go, no, she didn't tell me. Like, I knew eventually he would pass, but I thought it would be a few weeks after she got there. And I'm like, damn. And so it's like, like, it's, those are the reasons why, like, I feel like I have to help people. Cause it's like, Mm -hmm. I hope that someone would help me in that time. But also I was telling Joe about it and he, he said, I'm too nice. And Mm -hmm. I go, am I too nice? And I said, I I go, I mean, we know them. I've watched mm-hmm. their dog before, but I just wish that it would have been worked out to where, mm-hmm. and I'm taking the blame where it's like, I should have said, figure it out or I'll get him later in the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then it's also like, I don't know. So I was talking to my therapist about this and mm-hmm. he was asking, like, he was just telling me that it wasn't my responsibility. And like, although I want to mm-hmm. be nice, he was like, she was putting you out and you like went into your own frantic thing and blah, blah. And mm-hmm. he was like, she just could have told you specifically what she wanted. Yep. Yep. Like you, like you couldn't have done anything about the husband or the mm-hmm. son. Like the dog would have been fine for a few hours. The worst case mm-hmm. scenarios, he would have like taken a piss inside the house. Yep. And why did I get pulled into the tornado of chaos? Yep. And I go, yep. I know I yep. go. And I also said, I go, how do people have the balls to do that? Like, I would never mm-hmm. ask. I would just be like, oh, my dog's going to take a shit in the house because I feel yeah. bad for asking people. Yeah. So it's very interesting. Didn't make it to this appointment. And I'm so <sighs> mad at myself. And yeah, it just kind of sucks. But I mean, the husband's doing better and mm-hmm. whatnot. And it's like, I like helping people, but yeah, I can't, I can't make myself like I can't sacrifice myself anymore no you can't do it to the detriment of your own shit and it's like you don't have to be mad at yourself because you were literally ambushed you Mm -hmm. were like ambushed with a problem that they just wanted you to solve it and it's like it's not for you to solve what she should have done is called you and said hey my husband just passed out there the ambulance of the way it's going to take them to the hospital can you go over and grab the dog And that's what it was Mm -hmm. instead of you like shimmying back and forth 500 times, trying to figure out a solution for somebody else. It's on them to figure it out. And if they want to ask you for a favor, Mm -hmm. they should know what the favor is. I usually think like 10 steps ahead and I'm Mm -hmm. just like, what are you wanting? 
And yeah. it's like, I, I wish I would have just been like, is it, is it the yeah, dog yeah. you're wanting me yeah. to get? But like, she really like gave me the impression that she wanted me to like stay with her husband all day. So I'm just like, I was trying to figure things out. And then I'm like, mm-hmm. girl, I could have got the dog after my appointment. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, that's so shitty. But I mean, and then like, I know that she is like, she's a very smart woman, but mm-hmm. I know that like with her dad just passing, she's also taking care of her mom out there right now. She's yeah. having issues. And now her husband, like it's a lot. So I it's know her brain is also frantic, but it was just a crazy little little twister <laughs> oh my god it's too much I would have been yeah because it's like you immediately just go into like flight mode where it's like mm-hmm. okay I gotta get over there I guess and you don't know what's happening yeah how old's the son girl he's in college oh okay. he doesn't he doesn't have a driver's license yeah I understand that. that's fine but it's also like he can figure some stuff out too like he yeah. can uber back and forth or he can take care of I mean I or he can be messaging the family friend to take care of the dog or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. he could well, have- and he's very like timid and shy and quiet. And so I felt like I thought she wanted me to like figure stuff out for them or whatever, because he's very like, I don't want to say he's not mature, but yeah, I don't I think it. he's ever like dealt with anything like that before. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was just crazy. I'm so sorry that you missed your appointment. Michelle, that don't fucking be sorry. It's, it's my fault because I didn't stand up for myself, but. I know, but still it's like, because you're nice and I don't think like it's a situation where people were taking advantage of you, but mm-hmm. at the same time, yes, I do agree that you need to stick up for yourself. But I mean, say if that was you and you were like, can Mm -hmm. you go over there? And if I was, I'm really supposed to say, no, sorry, I'm working and I have an appointment. Like I'm really supposed to say that. Yeah, no, I would have done the same thing. I think with the appointment though, I would have said like, oh, I'm so sorry. But like, I do have to get like the other stuff, like with work and stuff, I would have like reshuffled shit around and tried to like work it out and stuff. But I guess with the appointment, that's where I would have been like, okay. Cause at that point you knew the situation a little bit better and you could have been like, all right, this isn't like red level alert anymore. Like I do have yeah. to break away now. I'm like, you want me to take you back to your house so you can get a shower yeah. in? Come yeah. on. <laughs> no. But they shouldn't like, once you said that you did have an appointment, that is also their cue to be like, got it. Like you go, we'll figure mm-hmm. it out. I hate when people also don't give you the like out, you know? Cause then you mm-hmm. do feel like, okay, well, they're not saying like, don't worry about it. So now I feel like I should still be worrying about it. Yeah. So that's something I'm looking forward Mm -hmm. to working on. Yeah. Yeah. You'll work it out. I'm like, I would, I would never Mm -hmm. be like, Hey, can you go over there? Yeah. Well, you should, you should also, I would wait until after I got everything sorted out. And then Mm -hmm. I'd be like, Five hours later, I'd be like, hey, my husband passed out, blah, 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 blah. Can you go get the dog just for no, tonight? Not five hours. <laughs> <laughs> I do agree. I feel like she should have maybe given it a few more minutes to kind of yeah, see where the ducks can. were falling, you know? Mm-hmm. But I mean, she's... I also don't know much about diabetic people. I know like when they pass out, it can get, it can. Yeah, it's it not good. It can go bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely not good, but also you were never going to be the person to say this. Yeah. yeah, To do that or bring them to the hospital or anything. Like everything was already in motion the way it should have been. It should have just been relayed to you. Like, 
you don't need to go to the hospital or anything. Just please go get the dog. Yeah. And like the son will take care of the dad in the hospital. My family friend will take care of the Mm -hmm. house or whatever. It's like, just get your people in place and don't have everybody scattered and also rushing around like crazy people because you don't know what's happening. So then also, uh, because we watched him before and our building manager, our landlord, he's seen it and he's like, Hey, what's going on? And I'm like, Uh Oh, she had emergency. Like she's out of the country she's in fucking Barbados like I have to watch Uh the dog I don't know what you want me to say he's been in here before like just let us be yeah um but I feel like an asshole because I'm like you gotta follow the rules the rule like Mm -hmm. I'm not the exception and so I'm like stressing so I've been trying to take him out to where he can't see us or can't find us and yesterday Uh the guy the landlord was going around and stuff and I was telling Joe I was like hiding behind a tree he's like what are you doing I was like I don't want to get in trouble and he's like Sam it's literally an emergency uh, and I'm yeah. like he does not I'm like people don't care if it's an emergency I know the rule is the rule is the rule <laughs> it's the rules it's Joe. the rules and he and I'm like well you tell him why we're watching yeah. the dog then and he was like okay and I'm like you 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 don't feel a certain way I mean I <laughs> like, wouldn't about no. that either he's like what's more... he gonna do and yeah. I'm like what if he kicks us out and he's like he won't do that and I'm no. like I just don't want him to think we're an asshole or that we don't care it's not like you're graffitiing the building or anything you pay good money to be there if you have to shelter a dog for a few days he needs to get over it I know what I would well, do what would is you I would... do I would walk them at different times and then I would gas like the shit out of him and be like, what are you talking about? This is Raven. Yeah. That's and what I've he's... been doing. I'm <laughs> like, then... hopefully if he sees us from afar, he thinks it's Raven. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what are you even talking about? This is Raven. You sick psycho. Yeah. You're sick. You're sick. Go get some help. <laughs> even though that dog is so much smaller than exactly, Raven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Gaslighting isn't a real thing. You're crazy. You're crazy. It's all in your head. <laughs> oh God. That's that's yeah, that's insane. I'm yeah, sorry. So that's a whirlwind. That's another mark that down for my little I'm a pussy ass bitch stories. <laughs> We're gonna get rid of those stories. One day I you're know, gonna be I'm like so excited. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. It's gonna be nice. I feel like even just as you get older, you start just growing some balls just mm. naturally you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you're I like mm, do you? I just I just want to know why I'm like that like where it came from you know so you know I'm sure digging deep <laughs> I'm sure Doug will talk through it with you but I wonder too because I feel like it's not like your mom the way you speak about your mom I feel like she's not somebody that was constantly looking for you to be perfect or anything I don't think so but I was like just kind of thinking back on my childhood and I was kind of like I don't know like I saw her mom kind of Mm -hmm. be um like passive yeah she would be passive about like if my mom was telling her stuff and so and Uh I always and I was like what a fucking bitch like in my head I would just be like my grandma's a fucking bitch like this is literally (laughs) your daughter like what the fuck is wrong with you yeah um but then sometimes also like 
because my mom had mental stuff going on too but like back then you didn't really talk about it and Mm -hmm. I was just like either she's depressed or maybe it might be bipolar I don't fucking know but it's like sometimes I would ask her for just simple things and like her mood would just switch not that she wanted it it. to switch but it really felt like I was putting her out so I'm like Mm -hmm. oh like yesterday literally I was thinking of that and I was like oh I was like that might be something yeah yeah I feel like that could be that's a big part of it yep since I'm kind of on the topic of my therapist so he wanted to know because I told him we're talking about how I don't like leaving my apartment and I was telling him he's like when's the next event that you have that you're going out to do something and I said well we're doing a few little cruises on the ocean and so I'll tell you how that goes if I was dreading it and I wanted to tell you about the story of the fucking sunset cruise, Michelle. I know yes. you'll get a kick out of it. And I think I think you guys listening will too, hopefully. But <laughs> I hope the person that I'm talking about does not get upset. We went on a tiki cruise that morning. It was great. Fantastic. We did it with Joe's parents. Yep. And then we just hung out later on. Joe's sister, her name is also Michelle, and her mm-hmm. husband were going to come up. So they end up meeting us. Michelle states that it's been a stressful week for her. So she's immediately like, I need alcohol. Oh. So she orders like, I think just two drinks. Uh I don't know if she Uh was drinking before she got there, but we were eating and she was just like, you could tell the alcohol was already making her feel good. And Uh she weighs like 20 pounds. I'm like, dang Uh girl. And so eventually we go to the cruise because it's time we were supposed to be there at six and I'm like we gotta go because I still have to go to the bathroom I have Mm -hmm. to grab my jacket so I leave everyone because I'm like I'm not letting you guys stress me out and make me feel frantic and make Mm -hmm. me late so I'm leaving Joe's mom has to go to the bathroom and she's in there for a long fucking ass time (laughs) Patty if you ever listen to this in there forever so yeah. Joe's like, Sam, everyone is on the boat and they're waiting for us. We need to go. And I said, don't be yelling at me. Go yell at your mom. She's the one taking the shit or whatever. I don't know. So Michelle's like, mom, we have to go. And I kid you not, Michelle, I was so embarrassed. So we've done this cruise before. Uh-huh. And because we were the last ones on the boat, we got to sit with the captain and I think we talked about this in we a did. episode. Yeah. So it was like you get the you get this little nice area, sit with the captain. You're not squished with all the people you don't know. And mm-hmm. so Joe's like, everyone already took the good seats. And I'm like, why didn't you go up there and just sit there to save the seats yeah. for us? Like, God, why are you getting mad at me? And so I'm just like walking down, and literally everyone is staring at us. The captain, the pe- the employees, they're like, all right, guys, you guys are like the last to load up. Let's go. And I'm like, I am so uh, sorry, everyone. And I try to distance myself to where they know that <laughs> I was ready, but I was waiting on my friends and family. And I'm like, sorry. Like, I'm uh, yeah. and I'm just like, trust me, I'm annoyed too, but not really. I'm not part so, of the family. Yeah, I'm, I'm just an in-law. I'm not even an in-law. I'm just the girlfriend. And so. <laughs> and so then Michelle, she goes, Oh, I'm sorry. She was like, We're we're first responders, so cut us some slack. And I'm like, no, Whoa. this bitch is not using the first responders card. Because <gasps> she's a nurse and her husband is a cop. Yeah, yeah. So bitch, we get on wow. there. We're walking our way back. We get split up with Joe. 
it's me, Michelle, Patty, and Michelle's husband, Eric. Joe and his dad, Joe Sr., go up with everyone else. So we like squeeze in. And I'm like, oh man, this is kind of like a drag. I wish we were all together. Then of course Mm -hmm. I'm like, Michelle's feeling good. She's just jib jabbing up. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have two hours of this. Like I already want off the fucking boat. So I like start to have a little, I like, I get a little heart flutters. I'm like, oh, I got two hours of this. Uh huh. So then Joe's like, do you want to come up here? There's room. But I'm like, no, because then I have to stand up and everyone's going to look at me. Like I'll just uh-huh. suffer back here. And so we go and eventually, you know, like they start giving us, we order our drinks and whatnot. And Michelle is like already drunk. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just talking so fucking loud. There's three people that are in our area that we don't know a couple Uh and then one woman by herself. So immediately Michelle just starts talking about her family issues. Michelle, Uh like, you know, you've met Uh her immediately. Uh She went Uh into it. So I'm just like, you guys are with the people around you. Oh no. With the couple next to her. Okay. Yep. So I'm like, Oh my God, here we go. And I'm like, Oh God. So me and Patty are just looking at each other and I'm like, and she's like, so Michelle's just like, we have a mixed family because she has three kids. Her husband has three kids. (laughs) They're the Brady bunch. Uh And so, you know, they have, they're going through their issues, working with like their ex spouses and whatnot. So she just gets into it. And then she starts talking about how she's a nurse. She starts talking about how her husband's a cop. And I'm like, girly, no one gives a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I care. I think it's great. But yeah, this crew, like, leave these people alone. You already announced it when you walked onto the boat, too. They're all well aware. They're all aware. Of aware, aware of yeah. But she just kept, <laughs> she kept talking about it. And then she was just like being so loud, so giggly. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And she was like, mm-hmm. what? She was like, I'm just having a good time. And I'm like, I know, but can you just keep it like a little quiet? Because mm-hmm. on this cruise, literally everyone, I, I, it just, it's not warm. It's not fun. Oh, <laughs> it, I mean, it's fun, but it's very quiet and it's very uh-huh. peaceful. So if you're talking, it's very noticeable. And it's Got like, it. it's kind of like every, you're on a field trip in school and you feel like you have to be yeah. on your best behavior. Like you can't relax. Or maybe, yeah, it's, yeah. maybe it's me just, you know, my no, it's a, diff- it's a different vibe. It's not different like a TV hut where it's like, this is like a bar on the ocean yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Even though they serve drinks, but it's more yeah. like a family thing. So anyways, so then Michelle starts, pa- starts, uh, picking on her mom, Patty. And she's oh, no. like, you look like a bumblebee in that shirt. And I'm like, Oh Lord. And she's just saying this so loud and she starts Mm -hmm. poking her in her stomach and she's like, look at that. Look at that. And I'm like, no, I'm like, Michelle, what is wrong with you? I'm like, leave Patty alone. And so then she's like, can I pop your blackheads on your nose? And I'm just like, all right, Michelle, (laughs) she's, she's gone. Yeah. She's gone. So, I mean, I thought she was gone, but then she Uh pops, she pops right back in and says, talking about the issues with the kids and stuff. And she's like, Uh she looks at her husband and she goes, do we even like each other this much to like stay together? (gasps) And you know, she's, she's joking, busting his balls, but literally like the captain's there and the three other people are there. It's so (laughs) embarrassing. (laughs) And I'm just like, dear Lord, help us. Yeah. So then she goes, she talks about, she's asking all these questions about like, um, how did the captain get his license and whatnot? 
And it was so funny because he was talking to her, answering all of her questions. And he goes, he goes, oh, with enough cutouts from the Captain Crunch cereal. That's how I got my certificate. Oh, and she didn't, she didn't get it at first. Uh And like, we all immediately just started busting, laughing, busting out laughing. And then she starts laughing. She was like, oh, wow, I totally like would have believed you, but thank God Mm -hmm. everyone else laughed. So (laughs) then it gets, it gets pretty serious. So Michelle goes into her mother-in-law she just, I don't know. I'm not going to get into it, but she had, she pretty much called her mother-in-law an asshole. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, Michelle. And she goes, what? She is an asshole. And I'm like, okay, but just relax. Like just chill because she's saying it so loud. Like everyone can hear. And I was like, I don't care that you're calling your mother-in-law an asshole, but your husband is hearing people know that that's his mom. Like, I think that's kind of embarrassing for him. And so she just goes off. She's like, what? I say it how it is. You guys should be glad and be happy that I say what I'm feeling. And she's like, I'm not holding any of my stuff in. Like, I'm not doing that. I've done it for so long Mm -hmm. because she like also held her stuff in, but now she's Mm -hmm. not, she's getting, she's working through all of that stuff. And I'm like, she started getting mad at me. I was like, why are you getting mad at me? I was like, I don't (laughs) care, but I'm just saying there's other people on this. Like, let's just shut the hell up and enjoy the boat ride let's just shut the fuck up michelle so she's literally calling she's like she's an asshole and i don't give a shit she's an asshole she's an asshole and her husband is just looking down he can hear this how what is his what is his vibe he has shut down like you can tell that he's like he's like over it he you can it seems like he knows that she's drunk and he wants Mm -hmm. her just to you know chill chill yeah so then people in the area notice that and so then the captain starts talking to him to try to engage with him and then the other people do too and so he's talking to all of them and michelle's still saying what an asshole her mother-in-law is so then i think he finally gets fed up and i feel i feel bad that i'm sharing this story but she says she says you know she says it how it is and she doesn't regret anything she stands by it so (laughs) and so he goes he like ends up leaving the area and he was like you don't have to call my mom an asshole 500 (gasps) times and she's like what she is and he goes yeah but she's a 75 year old woman like maybe you should relax (laughs) and she's like I don't care and I'm just like whoa so he leaves and I'm like this is awkward me and Patty are looking at each other and I'm Mm -hmm. just like lord help me now and she's like do you think he's mad at me and I go Michelle I mean he's probably feeling a certain way yeah and and, you know she just keeps reiterating you guys should be glad that I'm saying how I feel blah blah and I'm like that's not the issue like it's fine but people can hear you talk Mm -hmm. about his mom like she might be an asshole but it's embarrassing for him like yeah just like how would you and I said how would you feel if he's calling your mom a bitch in front of people and she just kept talking about how she she was a nurse he was a cop (laughs) and I'm just like all right all right let's wrap it up (laughs) let's wrap it up so then we get off the cruise or whatever and we go to there's like a bar right off when you get off the boat so we go there and we're just sitting or whatever and like Mm -hmm. Joe has had plenty to drink Michelle's had plenty to drink and it's just me Eric and Joe's parents and I'm just like I think we should call it a night yeah and and they're still like kind of bickering and I'm like this is so (laughs) awkward like she Michelle was being so 
crazy. So funny, uh-huh. I guess. I don't know, but uh-huh. we were by the water and she was like, if you fell in the water, I wouldn't care. And then he, Eric's like, <laughs> if I fell in the water, I hope I wouldn't come back up to deal with you. And she's like, I wouldn't even care if you didn't come back up. Like they just kept giving each other little like pokes. And I'm like, yeah, what is happening? You're like, I am way too sober for this. And this is not even my family. I know it's not my family, but then the next day I was like, Hey, how did it, how was the drive? Like, Mm -hmm. how are you guys doing today? And she was like, Oh, well, his mother was being an asshole when we got home. And he realized now I know why you call her an asshole. Yeah. And she was like, so we're fine. And I'm like, all right. Hashtag Uh, married life. (laughs) Hashtag monster in law. (laughs) Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad when you get to that level of drunk where you're just like on the continuous like loop where mm-hmm. you're only saying the same thing over and over and over. It was over and over. Yeah. And I was just, and I told her, I was like, I'm always on your team. Like I'm rooting mm-hmm. for you, but everyone else doesn't need to be involved. <laughs> no, no. And it's like, if everybody else is on that level, no one's really going to clock it or whatever. But when oh, everybody no. else around you is like pretty sober and you're like at that level, it's like, it's even more obnoxious a little bit or like annoying. I'm sure Eric was probably annoyed. It's I like just... her. She's a ton of fun, but. Oh yeah. I love her too, but I'm just like, girl, hang on. Uh-oh. But we have an apology to make. Do we? What do we, we say? Do. Guys, I apologize. I didn't listen to it, but from my understanding, what Joe told me, I made it sound like that I thought the thing was a Stephen King fucking story. I, he, we were talking about Stephen King, also talking uh-huh. about John Carpenter. And I think we both were talking oh. as if the thing was from Stephen King. Stephen King, yeah. And immediately Joe goes, oh, I have a bone to pick with you and Michelle. And <laughs> immediately my brain lit up and I go, I go, John Carpenter. And he goes, Sam, he was like, you know better. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mm-hmm. I know I'm so ashamed. I was like, I don't know what I was thinking. And I go, it's Michelle's fault. Cause she's so fucking smart, <laughs> confident. Whenever she talks, okay. I'm just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think it's cause we were also talking about dream catchers and stuff. And it all got like, kind of, it did. Yep. Conflated together. And um, I thought about that the whole day. I was so mad at myself and I was uh-huh. like, I really can't believe I did that. <laughs> You should have texted me and then I would have done like a very clear audio edit where it's just like John Carpenter. Like, <laughs> No, it was after because he listened to the episode. Oh. So I was just like, damn, I was like, me and Michelle are fake fans. Listen, I'm going to say that I always, I still think I thought the case, I thought that was by Stephen King, the thing. Really? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That's our bad. <laughs> our bad guys. Yeah. I mean, I feel like perfect. Okay. No, that happens all the time. And also it's like, if you can't, we don't, I hope you guys know this. We don't ever like stop to Google things while we're talking about (laughs) them. So (laughs) just know that. So we're pretty much Joe Rogan, Michelle. (laughs) All All the information is coming from top of mind. So it's inaccurate for the most part. Oh yeah. You don't, you don't want factual information from my brain no No, you don't not these days anyway (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna ask you if you heard about the whole thing that's happening with Michelle Branch right now but now that we just talked about Michelle your sister-in-law I'm just like 
Is this a bad segue? Because this is actually like a more serious domestic thing. Oh, shit. Okay, so I have not heard about this. I'm glad I did not break out into song. Oh, no, don't. I was going to, but then. Oh, (laughs) okay. Yeah, so I have not heard about this. I used to, I mean, I love Michelle Branch from what I know and her music back then. Yeah, I feel like I haven't heard about her in a very long time. No. But anyway, so last Thursday, she sent out a tweet. She wrote on Twitter saying that she was going to get divorced from her husband, who is Patrick Carney, and he is the drummer from the Black Keys. Okay. You know, the Black Keys is just Mm -hmm. like a two-person band. So he's the drummer. And in this tweet, she says they're getting divorced. He's been cheating on her for months with his manager while he's been on tour so she and she like directly um she tagged the woman (gasps) she tags the woman so the woman immediately goes private with her account or whatever and then michelle ends up deleting it but then the very next day she files for a divorce from him like through la county or whatever so the tabloids pick up that but also the day before so thursday she tweets it and then she's also arrested for domestic assault because she slapped him once or twice not that i'm saying well when was the slap but mm-hmm. i'm just curious when was the slap it seems like, like it was- during the divorce and stuff or is this something early on and she was getting arrested for it no so thursday she sends out that tweet and it says the early morning of thursday so i feel like it was probably like three four o'clock in the morning that she sends that tweet out and then a few hours a few hours later she's arrested for domestic assault so i'm assuming she probably tweeted that they started getting into like a a verbal fight about it and then she slapped them whoa so the whole thing is everyone's kind of like they don't know which side to fall on on that situation because everyone's like obviously violence is never the answer you can never lay your hands on somebody else but then other people are like fuck yeah I would slap them too mm-hmm. right when you said people are wondering whose side is everyone mm-hmm. it's like why do we have to take a side that's immediately no. where I went to mm-hmm. so what's the majority saying what are they thinking I think people's first initial reaction was like yeah, you deserve it. But then when you actually think about it and you're like, well, if it was the other way around, nobody yeah. would say that. No. So I think that's where people are with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, my knee jerk reaction also was just like, also, if it was the other way around, yes, I would be like, yeah, you should a hundred percent. And I think why people were so upset about it too, is because they have two small children. The youngest is six months old. She's been at home with him this whole time while he's been on tour and now he's cheating on her so I can see where the anger is coming from for sure Mm -hmm. oh yeah I can definitely see where the anger is coming from and also when you told me that the tweet was sent around like three or four Mm -hmm. I was like oh she probably was drinking maybe (laughs) yeah I mean that's if it was me that would be after two bottles of wine yeah to send that tweet out and then to slap Same. somebody mm-hmm. and Not- it's like we, it, you can, it's hard to say like obviously no one should mm-hmm. be slapped no but it's like they could have been in a fight it could have been a little a little a little thing and then he's mm-hmm. like well you're trying to make me out to be the bad guy so I'm gonna make you be the bad guy yeah I guess that's where I'm coming from where it's like 
I feel like he called the cops because she sent out that tweet and he was just like, well, now we're both going to be a little bit dirt on our hands or egg mm-hmm. on our face or whatever. Yeah. But also maybe she slapped him really hard and he was hurt. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not our place to decide like to decide because we don't know say what if she was like abusive in the relationship Mm -hmm. and that's why he stepped out but then also we don't know if he was a fucking asshole you never truly know what's going on in somebody's relationship yeah so there's there is no opinion that matters besides their own no but I mean (laughs) yeah I get why people are intrigued by it because you're like wow celebrities really are just like us they have issues you know yeah I think everybody I think everybody's knee-jerk reaction was kind of like because you know all the headlines were Carney cheats on Branch and she gets arrested for slapping him you know and so I think everybody's like fuck yeah like slap him like Mm -hmm. what an asshole what a dog and then I think when people actually like thought about it a little bit more it's just kind of like okay if we are gonna fucking strive for equality and stuff it should be across Mm -hmm. the board yeah it should that's the ethical and moral Mm -hmm. and say if there was no um say like if there was no abuse in the relationship if my spouse like cheated on me I would be so curious that I would want to like pinch his head off his little fucking neck but it's like I could not I I would never want to do that because once you do that, you cannot go back. You can't take it no, away ever. No. And it's like, just stick on that route of embarrassing him publicly if you want. Mm-hmm. You know, at least that's not physical violence. I mean, that's still not good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm crushing it on not being politically correct. I'm not even sure if they were called by him or if like people heard them like yelling and then the mm-hmm. cops came, but she did admit to slapping him once or twice. I guess at the end of the day, you just can't hit people. You can, I wonder if I, there was alcohol involved. I, that wasn't said either in the I story. Know. I feel like I, I feel like the window between <laughs> three and like five. That's mm-hmm. I, I my brain just automatically yeah assumes of alcohol. Yeah, as would I. I would say I think if don't get physical with somebody, but maybe just like smash some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. You need to get that anger out. That's all I'm saying. Like, you do need to get some of that anger out. Smash something. Also, if, like, she just had a baby six months ago, her hormones are out of whack right now, I'm sure. Like, literally, I just fucking had your baby, and mm-hmm. you're gonna fucking disrespect me? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. So, that's happening. Wow. Yeah, I did not hear any of that. No, yeah, that broke, like, I feel like I just keep seeing it all weekend. That's wild. Did you hear how Kevin Federline is trying to get Brittany in trouble for her parenting, her kids? I saw that he was saying that the boys don't talk to her, and then he, like, released some, like, recorded audio, right? Disgusting, yeah. Did you Uh, listen to the audio? I did, and it just sounds like a frustrated parent exactly. with their teenager. <laughs> I'm like, you're a loser. I know. Like, keep enjoying that fucking child support that is going mm-hmm. to your lifestyle. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I feel like he actually has been a good parent to those kids for, like, a very long time because she's kind of been pulled out of the situation, not 
it seems I like mean, not he should. You don't get a yeah. special fucking award. Sorry. No, 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 not at all. But he also shouldn't be like trying to tear her down right now either. No, Unless- I think he I think he likes it because back then when they were dating, everyone's like, oh, Brittany, what are you doing, girl? And they, he got so much shit. And so mm-hmm. now he's probably like, oh, well, I can be the angel of this situation. I guess so. But now he just looks like a dick. Well, I feel yeah, like he that's looks- why he tried to delete the videos, his posts, um, but they're up there. Yeah, no, because I feel like for the last 10 ish years or something, I think people gave him a lot of credit. Like, mm-hmm. oh, we all thought you were like a bum, but you actually like stepped up and were a good parent to your kids and stuff. So if like if he just kept on that trail and just didn't poke his head up, like he would have yeah, been. Yeah, but I also want to say that his parenting was made easy because of Britney's money. If oh, he had, if he had yeah. to be out there yeah. working, booking tours, dance mm-hmm. gigs, like he no. No, not at all. No, I completely agree with you. But it's like, what are you doing? Do you not see, do you not read the room where everybody's always on Britney's side no matter what now? Mm-hmm. Like, you're just going to look like a dick. Yeah. My heart was hurting for her and like the audio. It's like she was just literally asking her kids to respect her. She was like, treat me like a human. Like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. let you walk all over me. Yeah. And it she's is- mom. You can't. Yeah, you can't. It is tough though, because it's like they they haven't had her in their lives for a while, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Kids just think they know everything, unfortunately. Yeah, and I can't imagine that they've been being told good things about her. Mm-hmm. And their friends probably say stuff because of what mm-hmm. their parents are reading and seeing. Yeah, it's the whole fucked up thing. Yeah, it's tough. Oh, I've been meaning to ask you for literally the last few weeks if you Ooh. have been keeping back up on your own backyard no oh it's so okay so sam turned me on to this podcast like like a year ago now two years ago i was obsessed with it it's so it's so good guys if you like true crime podcast it's amazing it's probably like eight episodes it covers one story he is an amazing storyteller and he does so much like amazing person yeah and like this has, is literally the best true crime ever. Yeah, I absolutely. Because he also, it's not even just like he did a bunch of research online. Like he literally became a journalist and interviewed people from it, went down there, like did a lot. Mm-hmm. And his voice is also great, which is a big part of listening to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's a great storyteller. His name's Chris Lambert. Uh, pretty much he grew up in the area where Kristen Smart went missing and he just decides like he had been seeing this billboard his whole life and he decides he wants to delve more into this case. He delves into it real hard, does an amazing job, eight part little um, series. And because of it, it pretty much reignites the case um a year after it gets put out it it does really well it becomes very popular and so people come to him with more stories about the prime suspect which his name is Paul Flores yeah and yeah and so he gets even more details of like what have happened since they believe he killed Kristen Smart and like the years up until this point because when it happened 
Paul Flores was 19. He's now 41. So it's been years or whatever. Does a few updated episodes about like information he's received from people after the podcast came out. And then he does a few more episodes of Paul Flores and his father being arrested for it because they also arrest his father because they believe he helped get rid of the body the next day. And it's just so good. And so right now he's actually putting out more episodes weekly because the case is actually in court right now. And uh, they are not allowed to uh, film it. And they're oh, not allowed that to- makes me so upset. They're not allowed to film it and they're not allowed to have recording devices. So he literally has to go and take like the most insane notes oh, and then like can break it down. There isn't yeah. one. Does the judge decide if? Yeah. Okay. So that's happening. And so I think there's three or four episodes out now. The first oh, two are, they're dry, but they're very informative mm-hmm. because it's kind of like, all of the lawyers presenting motions of like what they want to be allowed in and not be allowed in and like what people can say and all this other kind of stuff. But like episodes three and four that I think I listened to last night is more so like witnesses are giving their testimony and stuff like that. It's, 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 it's really, really good. So highly recommend it, but I wasn't sure if you had been listening to it. No, I need to though. Cause I, yeah, I love I just love him. I love everything mm-hmm. that he's done. It's, I was just so like, I was enthralled y'all, like just mm-hmm. obsessed. It was so good. It was done so well. And when I was listening to it, it was when I was doing ceramics, like that was my ceramic time. And I remember I was listening to it while I was at the studio at night by myself in like this barn in the middle of Maine. And I just remember always leaving there and feeling so on edge and like so scared. Mm -hmm. And it's just really good. I felt like that listening to it at home. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's this one part. So spoiler alert, go ahead, like two minutes or something. But the part with the watch literally stayed with me for so long because I I was like driving in the backwoods and I got lost for a second and I got so scared that I was going to like get stuck in a ditch and then be out there alone and stuff. But anyway, so there's this part with the watch. So Kristen Smart goes missing. Everyone believes that it's Paul Flores. You get that right from the jump of this podcast. It's not like a whodunit. It's not here are all the suspects. It's always been this one fucking kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he ends up interviewing renters that lived in his mother's house for a time period that they believe that her body might've been there for a while. And um, so they talk to Chris, the podcaster, and they say that when they first moved in at four o'clock every morning, they would hear like a alarm going off, like a beeping. And they didn't know what it was about or whatever. They actually called the mom who was the landlord and was just like, do you know where this beeping is coming from? We can't seem to find it, but it almost feels like it's coming from outside in the garden Mm -hmm. area. And she was just like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. After putting it all together, they, they believe that she might've been there because Kristen Smart was also part of either the rowing crew or a swimmer. And so she used to get a lifeguard, a lifeguard. So Mm -hmm. she used to get up at four to get to like the swim training at five. Mm -hmm. And so that just, I literally like my, my stomach fell into my butt when I heard that. And I was just like, Oh my God. Can you imagine like the people that, that, that happened to them, Mm -hmm. you know, 
I want, I would just always think of that. I know. Every time I woke up in the morning around that Mm -hmm. time, I would always think of. I would think of that. Wow. Her body probably was outside of the fucking window. Mm -hmm. And obviously in that time, they didn't obviously piece that together at all. They just thought it was like this weird thing that was happening. But I'm sure later on, they were probably like, fuck, like, why didn't like, why didn't we look or something like that? But also what it, I think why it hit me so hard with that too, is because it really showed like that this is a human that had an alarm and had a thing to do. And and it just like, it really hit home. Like Mm -hmm. this isn't just like a character. This is like a girl that was just a freshman in college and was doing lifeguard to make a few bucks like that week or whatever. Yeah. Oh, but anyway, so that's back up and running and he's just so good. Even Mm -hmm. just listening to those first two episodes, even though it's like kind of dry by the third and fourth, the way he's even telling the story again is so like captivating. It's enthralling. But I wanted to tell you this thing that really fucking pissed me off in the first episode. What? So Paul Flores's lawyer is like the biggest fucking dick. And you can just tell by the way he's recounting it, like, they brought a forensic scientist guy, Dr. James Smith. That's not his name, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And his Paul Flores' lawyer kept calling him Jim. And so the state was just like, can you please refer to him as Dr. Smith or James? Like he goes by James. He's not Jim. And yeah. he just kept calling him Jim kind of what to like condescending and like yeah. demean him or whatever. And so one of the motions that Paul Flores' lawyer presented to the court was that uh, he wanted it so that throughout the trial, you could only refer to Kristen Smart by name and not by victim because it's a, quote, a conclusion and inappropriate, unquote. And even, and so like, that's just kind of like, well, that's so fucking rude. Like she is a victim and stuff, but like, I understand like you're trying not to sway the jury and like, that's part of your job. But this fucking asshole kept referring to her as Roxy. (gasps) Remember in the podcast, like when she first goes to college, like when anybody first goes to college, you try on like a bunch of new hats. Cause like, these are a bunch of people that don't fucking know you. You're going to cut your hair. You're going to dye it pink. You're going to maybe change your whole style and your persona. Like that's when you do that. Mm -hmm. And so when she first got to college, she decided she was going to go by Roxy. Like she told people like, call me Roxy. That's my nickname or whatever. That's not a weird thing. No, almost everybody does that. And so it was almost him, like a little slut shaming her. Are you joking? And so it's like, how do you have the fucking balls to keep referring her to Roxy fucking condescendingly and then be like, you can't call her a victim. You can only call her Kristen Smart. Like, fuck off. Wow. So he's a dick. And then also he said that you could only call Paul Flores by name and not even, you couldn't even refer to him as the defendant because that was inappropriate. What? And like, yeah. So did the judge approve this? No. I I think they approved that uh, you can call you should only call them both by their names, but he did not agree that they can't call Paul Flores the defendant because he's the defendant. And I feel like they can still call Kristen Smart a victim, but I Mm -hmm. think they said like, they did approve the fact that you can't call him um, like a suspect or like other words. 
Well, jokes on you, sir, because I feel like if I was part of the jury, just with mm-hmm. true crime being so popular and so massive that when you hear victim, I my brain just immediately thinks like television show. But when you literally say her name and you know mm-hmm. she has a name, you start hearing it, you start learning about her, like okay like it makes me more aware that it's just not some random person like exactly what a fucking jackass I know and it's like oh I'm sorry you don't want people to you don't want to you you don't want the jury to realize that this guy's a doctor so you're just acting like he's some regular Joe Schmo like okay yeah sorry buddy the evidence is there like Mm -hmm. no sorry nice try it's always been there I'm curious, have they said, I don't know if it's gotten to this point, but has there been any evidence that they can't take into court, I wonder? Um, so there was a few. So oh, some God. of the witnesses that came forward, it's also funny because they reference the podcast so often, like they call him the podcaster mm-hmm. um, because a lot of information came out of that podcast. And so his lawyers tried to get all of the materials that he had Chris Lambert and um because they said well he put it out in the public forum so we should be able to access all of his files all of his interviews all of that stuff and they fought against it and they were like all you have access to is what's out there publicly because obviously he kept stuff to um to protect like some of the people that came forward to him the witnesses because they Mm -hmm. wanted the names of the people that he held back Cause I think there was a few people that came forward that he's like, we're going to call her Joan or whatever. So they were like asking for like those names and stuff. And, uh, the judge ruled against that. So pretty much all they have access to is what the public has access to from the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then there was a few people that had come forward to Chris. One of them was like Jennifer and like another girl, some of the people, their testimony is allowed, but then other people, testimonies were not allowed like I remember the Jennifer girl her testimony was not allowed because there's something about like her past with like drug use or something like that so they decided not to use it Mm -hmm. um but it is good because so since the Kristen Smart situation there has been multiple women that have said pretty much that he would go to bars he would separate the drunkest girl from her group like talk her up and stuff. They, uh, they believe a lot of them were roofied and then he would take them home and rape them. Mm-hmm. And so I think his lawyers really try to get all of that stuff taken out because how does that pertain to Kristen Smart? But that is allowed in because it shows like a pattern oh, after the fact of what they believe happened to Kristen that night. So that was like a big, big win. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My chest is like tightening up. It's, it's good. And he just, he just does such a good thorough job that definitely listen to the whole podcast. And then also he updates it weekly now because he's in the court and he almost got subpoenaed too, but they squashed it. Oh really? Mm -hmm. Shit. Cause then if he would have been, he couldn't report on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. I wonder I wonder what way would have been better. I think, well, it was his lawyers trying to subpoena him. So I think it's better that it worked out this way because now he's able to go to court and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. and, I, and it's funny because they're also, some of his lawyers are trying to be like, Paul Flores's lawyers are trying to say that the police pretty much contracted Chris 
to do this podcast to get everybody riled up against Paul Flores and that he's like on he's like on the dime of the cops and it's like it is a hundred percent the other way around where it's like he got all this fucking information and the cops came like fucking knocking at his door and being like oh we listen we heard that you did our job for us thank you like can we please take over now (laughs) oh my god that is so ridiculous like yes I've spent all my own money my own time Mm -hmm. like come on and it's like they were also trying to disparage him like they were like this man made it his life mission to take down Paul Flores and the prosecution said no Chris Amber made it his life mission to figure out what happened to Kristen Smart oh lord it wasn't to take down Paul Flores he just followed the the breadcrumbs okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh it's it's good and I just love it when things like that happen because it's like finally there's something that might come of this Mm -hmm. you know yeah but also it's like Paul Flores and his dad it's like fuck off like you know where she is and the fact that you're taking this away from her family that desperately want her back Mm -hmm. just so that you can go living these fucking less than mediocre lives for all these years like go to fucking prison dude like you haven't had a better life outside of it so fuck off yeah and all you've been Ugh. doing is continuing to hurt other women. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Just the Oof. looks of their faces gross me. I out. know. I just hate the fact that his parents are so gross to her parents mm-hmm. and are like, leave us the fuck alone. Your daughter was a slut. They've said that to her. Like her mom tried to send them pictures of Kristen being like trying to convince them to mm-hmm. like help out a fellow mother and be like, I just want to know where my girl is and stuff like that. And they like sent them back like all ripped up and just Mm -hmm. they're just gross people yeah I also want to start it from the beginning again I know I was thinking that too let's not be afraid to say no yeah (laughs) there you go not to say no but yeah to think of yourself first when you need to yeah let's not publicly shame our in-laws no good comes out of that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah let's not. i'm gonna go with that <laughs> let's <not>. um <laughs> okay we will talk to you guys next week love you guys so much thanks for listening 